Good evening, good evening, good evening, y'all. We are back with another episode of Anointed Radio. And what we're going to do is like in decency and order, we're going to start off with a scripture and a prayer. Amen. And the scripture comes from John 16 and 22, and it says, So with you, now is your time of grief. But I will see you again, and you will rejoice. And no one will be able to take away your joy. Jesus could give you a joy that nobody could take away. Despite how many people turned their back on you, despite how many people didn't talk about you, when you got a relationship with Jesus, you don't care what other people say in the first place. Because you know that the God you serve is a provider. That the God you serve is a healer and the God you serve is a a way maker. So despite what people is with you or against you, God still makes a way. Amen. Amen. Dear Father, thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for bringing us halfway through the week. Continue to bless us. Continue to be with us. Continue to, to help us through the day-to-day process of our routine, God. We just thank you for all the things that you're blessing us with. We're thanking you for all the lessons that you've taught us this week, God. Continue to empower us with your wisdom, God. Keep our minds on you, God. We just thank you for everything that you're doing. Touch every person that's under the sound of my voice, God. Touch everybody that's listening, every broad person under the broadcast that's on the, uh, on the podcast, that's listening live. Touch them, God. Let them be able to see you clearly. And God, continue to be a blessing in their life. Continue to be the answer and the way maker, God. God, we thank you, we glorify you, and we give you all the glory and all the praise. Touch us from the top of our head to the sole of our feet. Take out anything that is not of you and fill us up with all of you and your wisdom. And we say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 I sound horrible. Jesus, you hear? Oh, George. You still sick? (laughs) I guess so. I'm trying to fight it, but hey, you know, it'd be like that sometimes. No, that's so hot. (laughs) He came from Chicago and now he come talk about (laughs) show. Amen. So this is Pastor Jay. And like always, I have something to say. And what I got to say today is you can follow me at Anointed Jaylon, J-A-Y-L-O-N. Again, Anointed Jaylon. You could check me out um, on Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook. You check me out at Pastor Jaylon, J-A-Y-L-O-N, Jaylon. Um, you could go download my song, Jesus, You Make Me Happy, on all musical platforms or go to PastorJLonCalhoun.com. And one thing I would like to, to say and make an announcement because it, it went on Ballotpedia, so I might as well say it. Pastor J is going for Congress, y'all. Amen. And it became official when I saw my name on Ballotpedia, and I'm going to try to come and make a change in my neighborhood. Amen. Amen. So uh, in next year of 2020, I'll be going out to go um, for Congress of District 3 here in Nevada to be able to bring a change for the young people of the, of the future, for high school retention, for veteran benefits, whole bunch of programs I would love to put in place to help the next generation for the city of Las Vegas. 
Amen. Amen. So with that being said, yeah, you'll see more things about my um, campaign coming up, especially November and December. But just have put that out there since you'll probably find out all on the Internet like I did. Amen. So um, with that being said, um, yeah, that's me. Amen. Well, this is Chris. I am back. Hey, y'all. He I'm, back from Chicago. I'm back from Chicago. Listen, I just want to come back. Chi-town. Love why Chicago. Why you didn't want to come back? I love Chicago. As cold as it was, it's cold like it, as it is here. It's cold like that out there. But I loved it. You you loved it. I absolutely loved it. But anyways, mm-hmm. you can find me at <laughs> J on Instagram and um, J at Facebook and then SinkersJ.com. Go get Chasing After You. New music is coming out soon because I just did the album live recording. So. so when the album coming out? I don't know. That's a shame. <laughs> he said I don't know. It's your album. It's my album, but we got work to do on the back end of it first. Amen. So we got to make sure the back end part, you know, it sound good before we release anything. He said, I don't, I don't know. So, so <laughs> when I get a date, you'll get a date. Praise the Lord. Amen. So um, another thing, go follow Dr. Marvinetta Clay. Today is her Bible study day. So we, we give it, you know, that's a good excuse. You know, she's teaching the gospel. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord. The Lord's word is being taught by Dr. Marvinetta Claire, oh God's house, Amen. Um, but we dearly miss her. Um, yeah. She's Doctor Marvinetta, like Marvin Gaye and and Etta James. If they had a love child, that would be her because she got vocals, y'all. Go follow her at drmarvinettaclay.com and M Marvinetta and Clay Marvinetta and Marvinetta Clay Clay on all her social media and um, go get worship forever. Amen. And soon she gonna have I fly away. It's coming, y'all. It's coming. It's up next. No, I'm just playing. It's going to come soon. So definitely check out Dr. Marvinetta Clay. And I believe it's it's time for the church announcements. All right. Deacon. Praise the Lord. These are your church announcements uh-huh. for the Anointed Radio. Hold Lord, hold my mule. Missionary Baptist Church of God in Christ. Thank you. Apostolic faith on the side of the road. Where our sponsor is still the Raiders. Raiders, hallelujah. They're building a new sanctuary over there. Over it's, off the 15. It's, uh, on, it's a lot of rocks. It's a so lot it's of a rock. foundation of Jesus. Thank you. Yeah, they build on a solid foundation. Christ, the solid rock we stand. Thank you, Lord. Gosh. Ah, my God. Thank you, Jesus. These, Amen. These are your church announcements for the uh, for today. Please govern yourselves accordingly. Amen. Uh-huh. You have uh, the Christmas cabaret. Calvary. Still don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but the cab be on the way to take you there. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. So that you can have the VIP seats to, oh, yes. to Pastor Anton Person. And he, person. Pa- person. My God. Amen. Because you need to be in person. And be there in person. Yes, God. So that you can be able to get your VIP seats. Yes, sir. Yes, God. And, and and get the and get the table to be up front to get a worship yes. and and a, and someone to speak over your life uh-huh. to be able to show into what God has planned yeah. for you because there's a shift a shift in the atmosphere. My God, Hallelujah. my God, the cabaret. Yes, yeah, the cabaret on December the twelfth. It's not sold out. Not yet. Go but get tickets it. are on sale. You can get them at thespacelv.com. It'll be December the twelfth at eight o'clock p.m. at the space. Church of God in Christ. Amen. Oh. Go check out the space. It has a whole lot of sanctified things that be at the space. 
where Jesus was. And the, he's the main attraction. Huh? Amen. My God, the next church announcement we have is uh, Missionary Jamia Brian Banks. Amen. Yeah, you, you've met uh, Missionary, right? Yes, yes, uh, yes. She, she, she's she's doing, anointed. She's an anointed woman of God, and we bless God for her on today. Um, she has a, she's doing a uh, makeover mm. for um, for the women. It's called Plus Love. So makeover content. That sounded like what love got to do. That's not what it is. <laughs> but it's called the Plus Love Makeover Contest. Where you go in and you nominate your favorite plus size queen for a total makeover. Hallelujah. Uh, I like uh, they want to be like Tony Tony X. Ah. Tony X is that's what his name is. Tony I think X? so. Where they want to be made over. Make but, me over again. Thank you, Lord. But you're gonna get hair, clothes, and makeup. And basically, the criteria is to go like Jamia Brian on Facebook and Instagram. Send a 30 second video. Ah. Per nominee to, to her, yeah, to her, you know, to her inbox on Facebook, on the book face. Hallelujah. And then you got to tell why this person deserves to be pampered, and then they will announce it on November the 15th. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Um, and then on tomorrow evening mm. at the Reconciliation Apostolic Ministries. That's Ram. That's awesome. Yes. That's on G Ram. Street. Uh-huh. 9-11-911. Like you call 911 on your phone for an emergency? 919. Go, no, it's nine one one. Amen. You go. Get back in character, Lord. <laughs> but yeah, you go on over there for the Hallelujah night. Hallelujah. Now listen, it starts from six to eight. But then listen, we don't we don't do ghouls and goblins. They gotta come. You gotta out. come as the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, don't get Grandmama's sheets and uh, put her church hat on. Uh -huh. um, come, it's gonna be probably 17 Medeas. No, uh, no, no. Listen, the only thing you can come dressed up at at, that, uh, at the Reconciliation Church is Bible characters. So you could be, you could be little Mary. You, you know. can't be an employee. You employed. can't be an employee. That's a costume. Some people need to have it. They gotta be the Bible. Oh, uh, it need to be biblically employed. Yeah, Amen. You can't come as Adam and Eve though. You gotta have on clothes. Amen. They, some, I remember, I remember missionary did that last year. We said you can't come back no more. Yeah, we we want you to. You can't be Adam and Eve. You must be fully clothed in the armor of God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And I believe that to be all the announcements since the rest of the announcements have been postponed to 2020. Amen. And and that was your church announcement. <laughs> Amen. So we're gonna go ahead and go into the mix, y'all. And um. I need, I need some some ministry to my soul. So I'm going to start off with I believe. And we'll see y'all in a minute. This keeps me going. In those days when I feel like giving up. Fire. It's already done. I 
want you to already see yourself out of the storm. The clouds will move. It's time for you to smile again. Mm. Come on, Sean. I believe my family will get better. I believe God will provide. I believe the promise that He made. and is yours. God's already pre-approved you for it. Come on, Zacardi. I believe that my God is a healer. Yes, he is. And I believe that I will survive. Oh, I, I believe that I tells us that if any two of us shall agree on anything on earth, that God will do it for us in heaven. And I know sometimes life has a way of knocking you down to the point where you can't even pray for yourself. But today, I want to agree with you that it's getting ready to get better. And right now, we are giving your problems an expiration date. And we're saying it's over. That you've been crying long enough. That you've been worried long enough. That you've been struggling long enough. And I believe that God's gonna do it for you. I believe God's gonna do it. Yes, He will. I believe it's gonna get better for you. I believe God's gonna do it. He's gonna do it. I know He will. Somebody, oh, you gotta believe. They can't so about now. Your child would get saved. Encourage somebody. 
house I believe Remember this Your storm is over I believe Your rain is gone away Clouds have moved I believe
You're worthy to be praised. You're worthy to be praised. You're worthy. song y'all and we're gonna go ahead and go into our interview and we're gonna come and introduce dr rest resto oh i said almost said that wrong dr resto here in the <laughs> building author preacher evangelist 
powerful woman of God. Everybody welcome Dr. Resto, y'all. Yeah. Thank you so much. So, so we're going to start off with a Pastor Jay famous icebreaker question. You ready? I'm ready. All right. If you had to get rid of something at Thanksgiving, of a dish, what dish would that be and why? Um, the dish that I think that I would get rid of is um, pig feet. Y'all have pig um, feet I, on Thanksgiving? Let <laughs> <laughs> me just throw that out yes, there. I, Wait, I'm you threw me south, off. So we... they, they said pig feet. <laughs> she says you're from the South. You know, we from the West Coast. We don't know nothing pig about that. Pig feet on Thanksgiving? No, you don't know anything about We might do chitlins, and I don't even do that. I don't even do chitlins. <laughs> I thought that was on different occasions, not Thanksgiving. <laughs> Right, right. You don't know nothing about pig feet. Oh, I know about it. I just wouldn't. I know about that too. I just wouldn't think on Thanksgiving that it would be a choice. We, 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 the term we use, we kill a fatty calf. That means that we just lay everything out um, in Mm. the South. But Mm -hmm. I would get rid of that. Um, I just, after a while, the taste of it. I just can't do it anymore. The smell of vinegar, it's just too much. So it's, it's just like, no, oh I don't goodness. want no parts of that. Oh, my goodness. You're giving me so many bad flashbacks of mm-hmm. eating pig feet. Okay. <laughs> I ain't never ate it, so I don't know what it tastes you like. You ain't missing nothing. I'm just going to okay. let you know that. I, know, I, I smell chitlins you. cooking you, for you the first time ever. Anything. <laughs> well, if you had chitlins, you almost had pig feet. That's, I've that's, never had chitlins. I've oh. smelt exactly. them. Exactly. I've smelt them cooking. Okay, like, you know how chitlins not. smell? Well, That's know, pig feet. Exactly. The, the smell yes. alone will turn anybody off. Exactly. Yeah, no, I'm good. I don't, don't, I'm good. I remember my friend in the South, he lived in Georgia. Shout out to my friend Duke out of Scriven, Georgia, where they he was talking about people eat raccoons out there. And I said, the devil's a lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a West Coast boy. I don't know nothing about that. Well, I I know. I'm from California, too. But when I lived in Georgia for the three years I had to, you know, it was different. So, okay, pig feet. Pig feet. No pig feet. No No pig pig feet. feet. Got to get a benediction to the pig feet. Okay. Let's take that out of there. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, one thing I wanted to ask you. No, we're going to go straight into the normal formalities. Tell everybody where you're from. Um... If you're not residing where you're from, where you reside now, mm-hmm. and um, the church ministry you're part of. Okay. So uh, I am from North Carolina, the Raleigh-Durham area. Shout out to North Carolina Central University. That was my alumni. Uh, right now I live in Virginia in the DMV area. So wonderful area to live in. And just super excited about um, how the Lord is really moving um, in this region. Um, the ministry is Kingdom Life International Fellowship of Churches, where my husband is the uh, apostle of of that fellowship. So that's a little bit about myself. Amen. Okay. Break it on down. So I'm going to ask this question because I always love to hear people's backstory. How did you get into ministry? Well, I began um, preaching at the age of 16. My father, Pastor Richard Scott McMillan, um, is a pastor, and he's been at that church over 30-something years. And at the age of 16, I um, preached my first initial sermon, um, Too Legit and Christ to Quit. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. You you didn't get no copyrights from that? I'm surprised MC Hammer or Pastor Hammer or whatever you want to call. That was in the band, though. (laughs) (laughs) 
And um, so preached my initial sermon and um, followed in the footsteps of my father. Um, at that time, had some life, life challenges. Um, always been a writer. I still have journals of when I was writing in the eighth grade, actually. Um, journals about just different po- poetry. Um, actually, I, I just pulled out some of that stuff and put it in my third book um, about um, behind closed doors. So a lot of the things that you will read about is things that I've written over the years, and now I'm just kind of formulating them into a, a book for readers and being transparent about my life story. Amen. So um, what's your favorite scripture? My favorite scripture is um, Psalms 34 and 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. I mean, that scripture has really kept me i can't even begin to tell you i mean in the lowest of lowest it's like my praise has kept me alive even when i didn't feel like you know i could even have a voice or suffering in silence behind closed doors that scripture kept me alive that no matter what good bad happy sad um i will bless god um and you know and his praises will continually that means overflowing out of my mouth at all times, 24 hours, 48 hours of the day, that praise that that God has given me, that's my weapon um, to victory. So that's my favorite scripture, really. Amen. Amen. I'm quickened. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) So with, I guess we go into your book, because your book has so so many aspects to it. So Tell us a little bit about All Eyes on Me While I'm Achieving My Destiny, your book that seems to help people in their destiny of storm, while they're going through storms, while they're going through uh, Mm -hmm. challenges and struggles, you know, break down a little bit, you know, about your book and Mm -hmm. what inspired your book and what you want people to get from your book. Right. So, um... The, the history of the book is my first book was um, The Gifts of Life Nobody Wanted. And that book was I was just in this place with God, with people. You know, I was tired of people pleasing. I was tired of being manipulated by people's words. Mm. Um, and I was just tired of going sermon after sermon, um, conference after conference. I mean, you listening to so many words. And then by the time you turn the television off, by the time you leave the conferences, it's like, what happened? I was still in this place. And um, I began to go on this journey of finding me and my destiny. And I began to really get into this place to figure out, you know, all eyes are on me, you know, as a leader, as a mother, as a, you know, a coach, you know, as a a educator to achieve my destiny. And what people see on the outside is that they think that I'm living the high life, but inwardly I'm dying. I'm I'm just like, look, don't look at me. I don't want to talk to people. I'm really trying to understand what's happening to me in this destiny walk. I'm trying to understand my purpose. Um, And so I I was really just in this place, and I just really went away um, 
to a just a room. I checked into a room one weekend and I began to really say, okay, God, it's me. I'm in this place. My mind is just trying to, I'm trying to understand who am I? I, I, I you know, who, what do I really like? What, what is my purpose? You know, I, I'm a part of all of these organizations and I'm just hiding. I'm really a part. I'm agreeing with things uh, outwardly, but inwardly it's just like not settling in my spirit. And so, so I began to uh, take this walk and this journey, and I began to understand who who I am in this place in my life. Um, and I began to just take snippets of my life and my past, and my past was really uh, a part of my future. And I really had to just kind of deal with that place and find some insights of, of you know, I got to take back this authority because my past was destroying me. Um, mm. And so I really had to just go back and just say, okay, let me find me in my destiny. Who am I? Uh, um, you know, what's making me happy? Where's my strength coming from? You know, am I a leader? Uh, um, you know, why am I, what's causing me to be burnt out? Um, you know, what is, what does satisfaction look like in my life? Um, you know, what is, what am I leaning on? Am I leaning on people more than I'm leaning on God? Um, you know, looking at organizational stress, you know, and I was like, what kind of leader do you want me to be versus what kind of leader does the people need me to be? Mm. And so that really had just tore me down. I mean, I spent so much time just trying to figure out who am I? And I had to wake up my destiny. I had to rebuild my destiny when my destiny was under fire with rejection. And, you know, as women, sometimes we uh, have this way, I call it nice, nasty way. We look at women, you don't know what women are going through. We give them the eye, you know, and I had to really flip that script and find me despite uh, I can't let people control me. And so that's kind of where all this began when my destiny was going through so much. Um, and I really had to find my assignment, find my voice, you know, and find what kind of leader did God require me to be in the earth. And so that's kind of where all that kind of, you know, spiraled from. Amen. And with your book, if someone's reading it, what will they take away from reading reading your book? What experience would they get from reading uh, reading your book? Mm -hmm. um, they will find um, formulas for being successful. They will find that their destiny cultivates their determination. It will teach them discipline. It will let them know that their name carries weight. Um, and, and, and they will know that they have a right to be at the table, whatever that table looks like. They will know that they have dominion, power, and authority. And so they will walk away finding who they are. They will walk away knowing that they have to trust God even when they can't trace God. Um, they will walk away with letters that they wrote about themselves. Um, they will wake up their destiny. They will learn how to not lean on their own own understanding, but they will learn how to set their minds on things above and not on things below. Um, I think that they will look at their character, understand um, how to reflect, understand how to listen, vision, and um, network. I mean, networking is so powerful um, nowadays. Um, they will learn how 
what motivates them. Um, I think that they will also learn, you know, a little bit about themselves and, and how you can lose yourself. You know, you can be like, man, when did I lose me? I'm like doing so many different things. I feel like I'm Martha <laughs> living and I really want to be married, but I'm living Martha. You know, I'm, I'm here, I'm there, I'm, I'm on balance, I'm emotional, but God will show you how to be married um, and find your destiny and, 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 and understand how to bask in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Mike, one question to you. You mentioned something about um, being burnt out. And mm-hmm. I would want to know what advice would you give to someone who feels like burnt out with ministry, with life and everything? Because I've been there um, to where I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm burnt out. I don't feel like being bothered with anything, anybody. I'm over it. Matter of fact, I don't want to talk to none of you. I don't want to be at church. None of that. <laughs> So I don't mm-hmm. want no more conferences. No more conferences. No more conferences. No more nothing. I don't want nothing. <laughs> but a remote, right? Right. Just let me sit at home and chill out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the thing that really um, is it's things that we really have to learn is how to say no. There is power in saying no, um, and then we have to be comfortable in saying no. And, and and not allowing people to break us down so that we can't get a breakthrough when you're in that place. Um, burnout is such a dangerous place for us because we burn out. And once we burn out, we're in this isolation stage um, that we're like, listen, and sometimes when you're in isolation, that can cause you to suffer in silence. Um, and so what we have to do is we have to find um leadership strategies and and set goals uh, to help us pull us out of that place, um, you know, and and, and figure out, you know, what is the root cause of me being burnt out? So you have to have the ability to diagnose the problem. Um, And then you got to, I often say you got to let lot go, you know, so you got to let them go so that you can grow. (laughs) Um, And and, and sometimes saying no is powerful. You know, you have to be flexible. You have to listen to your body. You have to be mature in that place. Well, okay, listen, I need to support you from another zip code. I don't have to be everywhere. I, I, I can, you know, be, allow you or support you from um, not being there presently. I can send my prayers, you know, and so being able to diagnose the problem, being flexible, um, and learning how to say no. There's power in saying no. Amen. That's powerful, right? That's a sermon in its own. (laughs) It really is. Learn how to say no before they could burn Mm -hmm. you out, before you feel fed up. And I've learned that. Yeah, just because I was when I first moved to Las Vegas, I was everywhere singing for everybody. Now I'm like, nope, not gonna do it. Amen. Ain't got mm-hmm. time. It just, mm-hmm. yeah, because it, it will wear you out to the point where you just don't want to do anything. Right. And then you don't even mm-hmm. want to start going to church anymore because you're just so tired. Yeah. You're tired of right. the, 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 it. It became routine. Yeah. And that's what it is. Right. Now it's routine and it's all about, you know, what you got to go do instead of saying, you know, I'm going mm-hmm. for the word. I'm going for a breakthrough, mm-hmm. like you said. You know, sometimes it needs to be times because I always feel for the worship leader, the musician that misses out on those breakthrough times because they got to play. Mm-hmm. They got to sing. sing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's a time that's detrimental to 
somebody that's going to church is be like, I got mm-hmm. issues. I, can I come to the altar and turn off the piano? Can I can yeah, I put the microphone down so I could be able to <laughs> get an increase? You know, there's there's time All where right. you know it can't just be routine because that's not what we go to church for. Right. Right. And I would yeah. even say that's you know, why I love yeah. my church because. They would like he'd be like turn that off and come to this altar, mm-hmm. and I'm quick to turn mm-hmm. the microphone off and go put it down and go straight to the altar. And like mm-hmm. at this moment, I'm not finna sing nothing, right? Because mm-hmm. I need something from God at this moment. And so I appreciate yeah. ministries like that who like no, we mm-hmm. care about everybody, not for what just you can do for us, how you pour out to us every week. We right. need to pour back into yeah. you. Amen. And that helps even with the burnout. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. It, it, yeah. it fills you back up. So you know we go every Sunday to be filled if mm. you're running on e and you keep running yeah. on e well eventually you do you break down yep. yep so you gotta you gotta get your fill you gotta be selfish with your fill up and be like exactly. you know what despite what you going through despite what you need me to do right now i know for me especially the hellish week i went through that i need my ah. breakthrough and i need to be filled i need to be uh i need to have a, a encouraging word spoke over my life i need to i need somebody to touch and, and pray for me, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. that should be a personal mm-hmm. thing, especially for each person's walk, because everybody's walk is different right. and everybody's going right. through different right. things. Right. And you can't just sit there and be like, well, I'll wait next week. What happened if, like my pastor used to say back home in uh, California, what happened if you don't get it next week? Right. Mm. Yep. Wow. That's true. You know, and, and two, it's about transformation. If you're walking into church and you're not transformed, <laughs> then you might as well stay home. And, and, and why are you going? You know, you're going. The altar is available to be altered so you can alter your life, alter your emotions, you know, alter who you are. And the first thing that we have to do is be honest. Yeah. You know, Amen. you know, it's me. It, it's me. I need help. I'm broken. I need to be at the altar. Uh, I need to tarry at the altar. Give me a minute so that I can really release myself and get filled back up because, you know, and it's, and we miss that moment. Sometimes we're so caught up into time that we miss the moment with God. It's like that one touch and you leave the altar and you're like, that's exactly what I came here for. And I think that that is true. The more honest that we can be, you know, saying, I need to be at the altar. Look, I'm dropping the mic. It's not about popularity. I, I need the anointing, and I need to be filled, and I need to be revived, and I right. need to be restored. And it's about me and God, not the people, not nothing else. It's about me and God. Yeah. So kind of going into um, one thing I wanted to talk about before we wrap up is talking about the how you're a founder and president of the spiritual daughters movement can you kind of talk a little bit about that sure um so um the spiritual daughter movement it was a movement i call it the ministry without walls i i did several uh book tours um with my first book and what i learned is that it is so many people that are not getting what they need in their local ministries. Um, and I'm finding out that they, um, the pastor's too busy to pray for them or they, 
they shift them to the deacon or no one's caught. There's no connection with them, um, you know. And so I started this movement doing virtual calls. I started it. Um, I only had 12 and I was like, God, if you just give me 50, I'll be faithful. And um, they women from all walks of life, women from the um, homeless shelters, women chime in from Jamaica, all over the world. They get on this call and we do different topics or series. And so we do uh, Destined to Win. We just had one called um, Unstoppable Faith and Favor. And a speaker comes on and she empowers these women. Um, you have women who suffer in silence. And um, I used to mute the calls after a while, but sometimes these women, they cry. They just need a safe haven just to uh, release. You know, I just need a place. No one knows me where I can just cry. I can just get what I need. I, I, I can learn. I can ask questions. And so it's a safe haven for women. They dial in every Tuesday, every uh, Sunday, um, and they get what they need. They, they, um, we ship out a powerful um, inspirational cards, handwritten cards. Sometimes people are not on social media, and the Lord really dealt with me to stay connected with people. And so we handwrite messages, inspirational postcards to women all over the world, keeping them encouraged. And they said, you know, your organization, your this ministry reaches out to me more than the people in my local church. And that let me know that Sometimes we need to connect with people. We need to reach out to people. Uh, um, we just do everything by social media. Uh, and people just, I mean, it's just a wonderful uh, safe haven for women. And now men are joining the line, and they are just getting what they need from God. And so that's what pretty much that is. Amen. That's powerful. So you 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 got a book. You 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 a I believe you're, what, what else I saw in your bio that you over a, a school? Let me read it right. Let me, <laughs> let me read it right. You serve as, you serve as the Dean of Academics. That's a title yeah. right there. Dean of Academics. Oh gosh. <laughs> dean of Academics yeah. in Virginia. So you, you got a whole lot of stuff. So how can everybody reach out to you? How could they get they you know, get your book? You know, how can they join the prayer call? Because there's some people now here on the West Coast that's probably like, I would love to join that prayer call. You know, you know, what's your cash app? Because all ministries need to be fueled somehow. Amen. Amen. Okay. Amen. And then um, how, and email, all that stuff. How can people be able to support you and reach out to you? Okay, so I have a website, uh, org, and all that information, it's really under the Spiritual Daughter Movement, um, and you click on the link and you enter into um, the website. Um, all of our uh, books are located on there. The pillars of the Spiritual Daughters are located. We have um, a portrait, a collection of all of the wonderful things that we do in the community. Um, it's there. We have newsletters um, that we've written, um, and so they can reach us on our website. I am also on Facebook on author Rochelle Resto, and um, Rochelle Resto. I am also on Instagram, which is Dr. Resto, um, and so if anyone desires to get in contact with me, you can email me at uh, Resto at gmail.com. You can use that. And our cash app is dollar sign S D 
S-D-M-O-V-E, which is Spiritual Daughter Movement. So it's dollar sign S-D-M-O-V-E. We are preparing for our Thanksgiving drive and Christmas drive. We really give back into the community. So all proceeds will go towards um, families in the community. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Y'all heard it here. Go support her. Amen. Um, and one thing I wanted to say is thank you for spending time. I know it's late over there. It's like almost 11 o'clock, but we appreciate you coming on the phone and spending some time because the most valuable thing that you could give somebody is your time. So we definitely mm-hmm. appreciate you and we thank you in the behalf of Anointed Radio. And if you're having any type of you know, new book or any other type of event, let us know. We definitely promote it on our social media platforms. And we just, you know, appreciate you. Keep doing the great things that you're doing in the ministry, in the community. And stay in touch with us. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. And we definitely will. Amen. 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 That was Dr. Resto, y'all. That, she, man, go get her book. Yes. She's gonna she she gonna show you that you got weight behind your name, that you have a whole lot of things coming your way. You just have to start speaking it. Amen. Amen. So it's about that time. And Cletus. A little late coming in. He was a little delayed. Amen. Did you miss his flight? Amen. So <laughs> one thing I want to leave with you guys is this. You got to be able to know that God has a purpose for you. Your purpose isn't the same, so don't try to copy somebody else's purpose. Be unique to your purpose. Perceive your purpose the way that God perceived it and not the way that somebody else perceived it. Be true to your calling. Be true to your purpose. And trust God every step of the way. I believe you with this. Um, If you're feeling uh, burnt out, get to the altar. Allow God to refill you. Allow him to heal you, deliver you, and show you who you are, where you're going, what's going on with you. That way you can be able to get out of that stage of be feeling burnt out. It's easy to get at it because you just go, 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 go. However, there's times where you need to just stop. Hear God. Listen to God. And allow him to fill you back up. Yeah. So the altar is your friend. I heard the old saying, the old saints used to say, uh, to be tied to the horns of the altar, something like that. Cause yeah, it's I'm old school. Old. It's old school, cogent, apostolic type. I told you, I came a Baptist before I became non-denominational. I'm Baptist too, but still, I heard that saying. That saying, and it's so true. You have to be um, grab onto the horns of the altar, and you don't let go till God. It speaks to you. Amen. He shows himself to you. Amen. Amen. Go and then don't forget about Dr. Marvinetta Clay. She'll probably say something very inspirational. But go follow her at drmarvinettaclay.com to check she, out what she'll say. She's saying inspirational message right now during Bible study. So Amen. You can go check out God's house. And go catch ch- her. Check out God's house. She's doing Bible study right now. And when I'll just leave with you guys this. When in doubt, trust God. Amen. Amen. See y'all Sunday. Peace out.